Today's daf is daf Kuf Gimel. We are beginning a few lines from the bottom at the two dots on Kuf Beis, Amud Beis. So the Mishnah said, Lo Harishon, that the first one cannot say that if she, uh, if, if, if the woman that you made the prenup with and you said you're going to feed her daughter, that if she, you get divorced to her and she goes and marries someone else, you cannot say that when she comes and lives with me, then I'll feed her. But you have to bring the food, it says, to where her mother lives. So, Amrav Chista, Zosa Meres Basat Salimo. The fact that it says you have to bring it to where the mother lives and not where she lives must be teaching you that you need to bring it to the mother. It must be that the mother, that the daughter should be, the right place for the daughter is to be by the mother. So, Mora says, Mimai, how do you bring a raya at the Bigdai Laskin? And we're talking about even when she is an older daughter. Maybe we're talking about when the, daughter, when the child is a, young, a younger child. And there is, in that case, you're right, the child should be by the mother. Because of a very uh, terrible tragedy that happened in a certain case. The son, we learned in the Brahisa, someone dies, leaves a small child, a small boy, uh, with the, uh, to the, uh, with the, under the care of the mother, to Yarsha Av, even if the, the Yarsha Av, which means the father's inheritors, Omrim, Yehei God, let him be with us. We'll raise him. She says, No, I want my son being raised by me. So, that din is that you leave the right, the woman has the right claim, you leave her with the mother. You don't leave them by the children that are fit to inherit him. Why? Because my There was a story that happened, a tragedy, a child was entrusted to those who would inherit him. And you know, even the first night, right away, the child was, was slaughtered, meaning that they killed the child because this way increased their inheritance. And so therefore, in situations such as that, it's clear that the child should be given to the mother. not the, But that's when it's a little child who cannot fend for himself. However, it's an older child, it's an older girl. How do you know that the din would be that she cannot be that required to stay by the Yorshim maybe, uh, and not by the mother? And you want to sibling a ride that unequivocally it's all Always that the girl has to be by the mother. So I'll prove it to you, because Im Cain, if Rabchia is 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 not correct, and in fact that it means that by a younger child, then it's by the mother. Older child, it could be by the Yarshim. So then lately Makam Shahid, and the Mishnah should have written, you gotta bring the food to wherever the girl is, not to the mother, where the girl is. By saying where the girl is, it means a younger child by the mother and an older child by the Yarshim. But the fact that it says to wherever the mother is implies Maila Makam Shahima that wherever the mother is, that means it's always by the mother, young or old. Shmat Bas that the mother is always by the daughter, irrespective of whether she is an older child or a younger child. Continues the mission. It says, that the two of them, the two husbands, cannot say, since we both have to uh, feed this girl, so let's split it. I'll bring half the food, you'll bring half the food. It says, no, one of them has to bring food, the other one does not, we don't need the food, so he has to bring the mother, so, uh, bring money. So, Gavra, there was a situation with a certain person, so that he uh, rented his mill to, uh, to, let's say, Reuben rented the mill to Shimon, and instead of Shimon paying him the uh, uh, money for for the rental for, for the, the lease agreement was that he would 
uh, Reuven would be able to bring a certain amount of grain every month, and Reuven and, and Shimon would would grind the grain and pay him back in turning from by turning the grain into flour. So at the end, Reuven became wealthy. Zabin and he purchased for himself another another mill and a donkey that could take care of all of his own uh, uh, milling. And, and and therefore he didn't need the services of the renter anymore, and he what he wanted to that even though till now the agreement was I'm going to bring you a certain amount of grain and you are going to do services for me, but now that I don't need that agra, so then pay me rent, it will say whatever the cash equivalent of that service was, pay it to me monthly for the services and the, to uphold the lease. So Amalei, so the, the renter said that Shimon said to him, I'm agreeing to do the milling for you, but I don't want to pay you cash. Cash is out of pocket. I don't want to pay you cash. So Sava Ravina Lamemers, Ravina wanted to bring a proof. He thought that you could bring a proof behind the from our Mishnah. Because it says, even though the original agreement was each one was going to give the girl food, but they cannot say, let's both just each come give half the food. One has to give food, the other one has to actually give cash, even though the original agreement was food. But if your food is not necessary, give cash. So here too, even though the agreement was milling the grain, but now it's not necessary, you should require, you could require him to pay back in cash. So Amale Rabavira, Travira said, Ravina, Midami, you can't compare the two. Hasam Chat Kresa Isla. The woman has only one stomach, the, the girl. And Tarti Kresa Leisla. She doesn't have two stomachs. And therefore, to both of them give food, that doesn't work because she can't eat that much food. And therefore, one of them has to give money because there's no option of giving both food because she doesn't eat that much. But Hachi, over here, it's not true. Matzi Amarle, uh, uh, Shimon can say to Ruvain, listen, Tachon Vezavin, you, you got, uh, you bought yourself a mill, so what you grain, go out and sell. Tachon Vaosif, and bring me the old grain, and we'll keep the old agreement. The old agreement was, is that I will, uh, uh, I, I, I will grain, I will mill the grain for you, and you'll keep that for your household. That's what you'll keep. What I, what I um, uh, grind for you, you'll keep, and what you grind for yourself, that's what you'll sell. And therefore, this way we could keep the agreement. So why should I have to now go out trying to sell uh, to, to, to come out and pay money instead of going back to the, agree, the agreement? It can be accommodated by you selling what you grind. Says Gemara that that seems to be a valid point. Except the law Amran, there's only is not is not discussing a situation. El, it's only if delays later Let's say that the the um, operation of this granary was not twenty four seven. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't kept at capacity. So it wasn't at capacity. So then Shimon can turn to Reuven and say, "Listen, you." Uh, if, if, by you not bringing me grain now, is I'm not going to be able to fill that slot. And I'm not going to be able to fill that slot, and therefore it's costing me money out of pocket. However, let's say it was a very successful granary, and every slot of the day uh, that it was being used, he would grind and sell what he, what, he, what, he, what he was able to grind. Even if the slot would open up, and Reuven no longer bore the grain, somebody else would fill it. Somebody else would fill it, so therefore there's really no reason why he can go ahead and grind, and he can 
pay the money from whoever fills the slot. It's not like there's going to be an empty slot now that he has to pay out of pocket. He'll be able to, from the money that he sells from the person who takes that slot. So therefore, this din, that he can tell him, you have to give me grain, and I don't want your mo- I, I, I don't want to have to give you money, is only delays the richa. There's not enough grinding going on in the mill. Aval is but if there's enough grinding going on in the mill, so going zoo, then this would be an example of kofen ausal don that we would punish someone, would force him to, to do what we want him to do, because otherwise it's Midas Dom. Midas Dom is one person's benefiting, and I'm not losing by benefiting him, then why shouldn't I benefit him? So here too, the fact is that it's now, in this case, would be Shimon, would be able to get rid of uh, the, the, the hour losses of the hour slot that opened up, and sell it and not lose, and therefore in that money he would be able to pay for the lease, so it's, it's, it's no reason not to require him to do that under that circumstance. Let's go on. Zogdeilig Mishnah. Almana Sha'amroif and Almana said, EF, she loves me base Bali. I don't want to leave my husband's house. It means the husband died, and I want to stay in my husband's house. The heirs, the uh, the Yosom, you cannot say to who, Lechila, Beis Avich. You know what? You go back to your father's house. Yeah, we have requirements to support you. We'll support you there. They cannot do that. Elezan and Oso, rather they have to sustain her. And they have to allow her the accommodations that she had commensurate to her st- status what she was when the husband was alive. It's the same lifestyle. Amro, if she says, EF, she loves me based Abo. If she says, you know what, I'd rather go to my father's house. I don't want to be here. You guys are moving in. I don't want to be around you. I want to go to my father's house. They could say to her, you know what, if you're going to be here, then we'll pay. But im ainat eslenu ain lachmazonus and we we ain la lachmazonus we don't have to pay you we're going to see them you have to pay the same amount but they do have to pay something either way we'll see now im ayser to enes b'nei shehi yaldo vehem yeladim let's say this what she's claiming is there's a certain level of inappropriateness I'm a young woman and you're a young man either people are going to say bad things about us or it actually actually puts us in a situation of avera and therefore it's better for me not to be in the house that's a valentina and therefore zaranoisah they have requirement to feed her in her father's house without her taking any loss for the fact that she's not living in the house with them. Let's go weiter. Tan Rabbon, we learned in a brisa. Mishdameshes kemad bemadur kederok she mishdameshes bechayebalo. She's allowed to make use of the accommodations in the same way as she did when the husband was alive. She can use the, maid, the slaves, the maid servants, the same way she did when the father was alive. And with the pillows and linens, like the father when the husband was alive. And with gold and silver, like the father when the husband was alive. Because that's what's written in the Ksuva. That you have a right to live in my house and be supported by the estate. As long all the days that you remain an almona in my house. So the fact that it says in my can be in my house means in my house the way it was my house in the same accommodations as before. Tan Rabbi Yosef that extra bevesi that's written at the end. Bevesi actually teaches another halacha too. It's bevesi. This is only true. The deal is only true if there's a house that accommodates everyone. But bevesi, but not if he left a hut. If he left a narrow hut and that she wouldn't be able to live there with the yorshim over. 
then that, in such a case, all bets are off, and she has to go, go to the father's house, and uh, there is actually a question whether or not she can even demand compensation, because again, the condition of the ksuva kicks in when it's vivesi, not in a case of when it is vivixi. Okay, that's the, that is a, a, a question in the Rishonim, what the, even though she can't live in the house under that circumstance, what the Yorishan's responsibility would be. Amar of Nachman, Yesemim Shemachum Adir Almano, if the Somim went without asking permission and sold the house from right under the Almana. So Lasulaklum, the sale is invalid. So Maishna Midrabasi Amrav Yochan. One wants to know why is this different than the ruling of Rabasi Amrav Yochan? And Amrabasi Amrav Yochan, Rabbi Yochan ruled the following halacha that if there is adequate Yerusha, so there and their sons and daughters. So the sons inherit and they have responsibility to support the daughters both with Mazonos and also later on for their marriage to get help them get married. But let's say there's only nechassim muat. There's only a small amount that Chacham made a special lekana that that the assets will only be allocated to the girls, and the boys have to go and uh, and and rely on the community to sustain themselves. So now, the, but the din is that even so, yisomim shekad machrim nechassim muatim. That if the yisomim went and sold out those nechassim muatim before the girls could could get them, masha machrim machr, it's a valid sale. So why by the Nechassim Muatim is it a valid sale but Yevet? And yet by the house of the Almona is that she has a right to be there, it's not. So what is this the big difference? This din of Nechassim Muatim is not something that the, the the girls had a shibud on. There was no lean on it when the husband was alive. It's after the husband dies. Then they go to base, then they, they assess how much the estate is. And then it's awarded to the girls. So therefore, in that case, where before they would get to go to Beistin, the Yasomim went and sold it, but Yevet, what they didn't do, a right thing, but it's sold. But over here, Hacha, the, 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 the fact that she has a right to live in this house, that's already part of the Ksuva's conditions. That's Mishtabal Mechaim, that's Meshubit to her from alive, when the husband was alive, and therefore they cannot circumvent that by selling it, what they, the sale would, sale would be invalid. Amra Baya, Nakitinon, we have the following tradition, that Mother Almana Shanafal, that if the widow's uh, house collapsed, means where she's staying, that means the, hus- the dead husband's house, they're not obligated to rebuild, it means that her rights to be there uh, go away with the collapse of the house. Tanya Namihachi, Mother Almana Shanafal, we went to Nebraisa as well, that if the, uh, the dwelling that the widow was in collapsed, and a Yarshim Chayov and Levnoso, they don't have an obligation to rebuild it. Why don't you let me, leave me alone, and I'll rebuild it from my own pocket. Leave, I'll take care of it myself, and then you'll continue to feed me. Ain't showman law. They do not have a, uh, don't have to listen to it. They can sell now the property. They can rebuild it for themselves. Once it collapse, she is no longer have any, no longer has any rights there. I had an interesting Shaila. Shipsamai. What if she refurbished it? Let's say when the husband died, this thing would have lasted five years. She went ahead and she refurbished it. Now it can last for 30 years. So they're saying is, the fact is that there was a lien on the property for you to be there. That's fine. But it was only for five years because that would have been the lifetime of the property. You went ahead and you refurbished it. That now does not give you the right to be there for the extra 20 years because your lien was on it originally only for, five, for 10 years. On, on the other hand, she's saying this is the house I had a lien in. The fact I can stay there longer now, that doesn't, uh, my lien should work for that as well. So when it says, what's the halacha? Teku, that matter remains unresolved. So Mishnah said, Amri Efshi. She said, if I don't want to live in my, uh, 
uh, house of my, with, with the uh, Yorshim, I'd rather live with my father's house. So it says that they're not mechuyuv to supporters. And when it says, hasam, why not let them provide for her over there, the same way they would have provided for over here? So when it says, Messiah Leilu this supports the ruling of Ravuna. The Amravuna, Ravuna said that there's a concept of Birchas Habayis Beruba, that the more people that live in a house, the greater there is blessing. Now, there's an argument to exactly what that means. Taisus understands what that means is that uh, that there's no difference between if you have one light bulb for 100 people or one light bulb for one person, meaning that economies of scale make it that it, bottom line is the more people in the house that they, they can rely, they, they, they don't have to pay as much money. If they have to support her in a different house, they end up having to pay more money. And so therefore, it's, that's the, just a very practical thing is that there's, there is less money needed for the more people in the house per per capita. But the but the other Mephoshim, the other Mephoshim learned that this has got more to do with there's a concept of bracha, specifically is that HaKadosh Baruch Hu confers a bracha on the greater amount of people that are in one household. And therefore their claim is by her leaving, they're now diminishing their din of bracha. So Gemara says, okay, you know what? Fine, but lace for law, lefi brichas abayis. Calculate, however you calculate that, either way. Tosas would learn it. Go one month without having her there and see the difference in how much the expenses are. So according to each one, you can calculate it. But at least, why should she get zero? When it says, you're right. She'll get whatever the diminished amount would be for her not being there. She should at least get that amount, and that is what she would get. That the language that Chachamim use can teach us how to get bracha, how to get wealth, Aisher, and how to get marpa, how to have healing. Bracha hada amran. Bracha is what we just said now. That brichas abayis ravu that 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 brichas abayis beruba. Osher desnan. Where do we learn out how to gain wealth? So the Mishnah is as follows. The Mishnah of Basra says that amocher peres lechaber. If somebody is selling produce to his friends, let's say Ruven is selling shimon apples, and they've agreed they're going to pay. It'll be two dollars a pound. So. There's a large pile of apples, and Shimon is willing to buy the entire pile. The only thing is, they've got to figure out exactly how many pounds are in there in order to know how much he has to pay. The, only, the question is, at what point does the transaction go through? That, and, and, and it is in the best interest of Shimon that it goes through without Reuven being able to retract. So now, Mashach, if Shimon is doing Mashiach on all of the produce, so as soon as he does Mashiach, even though they haven't measured exactly how much is there, Kana, they've acquired, because they've agreed to buy the whole pile, they already know what the per pound amount is, so therefore they can measure it later, but he acquires whatever he did Mashiach on. But Madad, they're only weighing it right now, but they haven't done the Mashiach on it, Lo Kana, and you can still retract. So therefore, if Shimon wants to be smart, Socher is Makomo. He can go to Reuven here and say, take $5 for 20 minutes, I want to rent this piece of property on which the apples lie. By doing that, then immediately his Kona through Chatzar, through the Kenyan of, of Chatzar, he'll be Kona all the apples that are on top of it, and this way Reuven cannot retract. So that's a smart thing to do, and that's how it teaches you Osher how to gain wealth. Marpa, where do we learn the, the concept of Marpa? This time we learned the Mishnah. This is a Mishnah in Sachim. It says that Adam al A person shouldn't chew wheat and put it on the wound on Pesach. Why? Because with the saliva causes the chewed 
wheat to become chametz. But anyway, the point is, it's also on Pesach, but it's a good idea to do this the rest of the, of, of the year. So you see from here that that is a way to, to learning concepts of healing. When Rebbe was about to pass, he said, I need to speak to my children. So his two sons. His children came in. He said, listen, I want you to be careful with the honor of my mother, of, of, of your mother. Okay? And in there you had Dalok that let the lamp that I use be, even after I'm pa- I've passed be burned in its norm- burning in its normal place. let the table be set in its normal place. Let the the, the bed be uh, set for me in its normal place. Yosef Chefani Shimon Ephrasi Yosef from Chaifa and Shimon from Ephraim Heim Shimshuni Bechaya they served me when I was alive. Heim Yeshamshuni Moisi they should serve me after I have passed. Yeah, so okay. So, let's go through these instructions. First one was, careful of the honor of your mother. Frank, why does he have to make it a tzivui to them? Isn't that not an obligation? If they honor your father and mother, it wasn't really their mother, it was Rebbe's wife, was a stepmother. So therefore, that's why he had to instruct them. A stepmother also is... Obligated to honor Minatora, the Sanya, Kabbalah, Avicha, Vesimecha, there's two extra S, Avicha. S, Imecha, so from the S, Avicha, we learn Zu, Eishes, Avicha. The S, Imecha, Zu, Eishes, Eshi, Baalimecha. Stepmother and stepfather, we learn from the extra words S. So you see, it's Deraisa. Actually, the Vav teaches something else. The S, we learn out. That Vav Yaseira, the Rabbos, is Achicha Gadol. That you also, the oldest brother, you have a responsibility to, I mean, a Torah to respect as well. Says in Warahani Mili, that honoring stepmother and stepfather is only Michaim when they're, when the actual father and mother are alive. As part of the covet to them, you have to honor their spouse. Avalachar Misa, but after they pass, <coughs> then there is no real Doraisa obligation. That's why Rebbe had to back it up and then require them to do it even after he passes. Ner my time, what's the reason for these instructions? They want to tell us an unbelievable thing is that every Friday night, every Abbey was close to Shabbos, Rebbe used to come home, used to spend Shabbos at home. And what it tells us that what happened was is that there was one Friday night to the woman came and started uh, banging on the door, calling out on the door. The neighbor came and Amra Amse, the maid servant, said, Shasiku to Rebbe Yossi, be quiet, because Rebbe Rebbe's resting in the house, don't make a noise. But Kevin the Shama when Rebbe heard that people uh, were starting to find out that he was coming, Shuvla he never came again. Why? In order not to cause a, a, a laws that people would murmur <coughs> and would be disparaging to the earlier tzaddikim because they would, people would say, oh, they couldn't have been such great tzaddikim because only Rebbe comes home, they don't come home. So some of the people who heard this instruction, they thought that Pshat was, about in this world, and uh, Pshat would be is that after I die, they should help with my burial. But Kevin the Chod, the Kodam Arisayu Arse, they saw that actually that they died before Rebbe. Their coffins came before Rebbe's coffin. So Shmami Nalahu Alma Dukamar. Obviously, Rebbe didn't mean they should serve me in this world. He meant that after I die, they'll be there to serve me the same way they served me in this world, they'll serve me in the world to come. 
Who cares that those serve in the world to come? Why did he tell us this? Because people shouldn't say, you know what, these people died, they must have been involved in Avera. Until now, it's only that helped them keep them alive. But uh, in order that people shouldn't say that about them, that therefore Rebbe said they're going to serve me in the world to come, so obviously they could not have been wicked people. Then he said that, uh, I guess his sons were there, he said, I want the Chachamim to come before me. So then the Chachamim came before him. First of all, I don't want to be eulogized in the smaller cities, in the towns. And Hoshivu After thirty days, they're gonna. I understand they're gonna do eulogies and some of the people from learning. I want the yeshivas to be back in action, to be re-established after thirty days. And Shimon b'ni Chacham. Shimon, my son, is a wise man. We'll see what he's telling us that for. And Gamliel b'ni Nos, but Gamliel should be the Nosi. Chanina bar Chama should be Yoshberosh, should be the Rosh Hashiva. Ah, let's go back and explain them now. Aldis b'duni ba Yaros. Do not eulogize me in the smaller towns. Savar me no mishum tirchu People thought that Rebbe was only saying this because he didn't want to put a burden on the people of the villages that they should have to have eulogies. But Moses says that's not the pshat. Okay. When people saw that when they did the eulogies in the larger cities, because of Gula Alma, everyone came, both from the villages and the towns, and everyone came together. That Rebbe was doing this because of the Kavadat Torah. That it's much greater to have fewer eulogies, but more people there, to have in all these little dinky towns have their own private eulogies. After 30 days, I should reestablish the yeshivas. To Loadi, if Moshe Rabbeinu, Rebbe said, I'm not better than Moshe Rabbeinu. And the Chsib by Moshe Rabbeinu says, Vayifkum and Israel is Moshe Rabbeinu's mom, that they, they eulogized and they cried for him 30 days. So one says like this, is that for 30 days they adhered to Rebbe and they had eulogies both in the day and night. Now, after 30 days, he said, you should have yeshiva back in action. But they want to continue to eulogize. So what do they do? They eulogize by day. They learned at night. Oh, also they flipped it around. They did the eulogies at night. And until they had 12, year, 12 months worth of eulogizing. But this way, they're able to adhere to whatever he said, because at least the yeshivas were functioning after 30 days. The day that Rebbe died, a heavenly voice came out and said, "Call the Rebbe. Anyone who's there by the death of Rebbe, he will have a direct access to the world to come." There was a laundry man that called Yamahava that used to wash Rebbe's clothes every day, used to come to Rebbe. Hahu Yama on the day of Rebbe's death, also he did not come. And came to Shmiachi when he heard that he had missed this in this this idea that anybody that had been there and respected Rebbe by being by the burial or by the eulogies would get Olam Habo and he missed it. He was so upset that Salik Igre went up to the roof and Ara and he threw himself to the ground, the mist, and he died. And Yazabas called Amra and a heavenly voice came out and said, Avahu Kovas Mazuman Habo that that laundryman as well will also be have a direct access to Olam Habo. Shimon b'ni Chacham, Shimon b'ni should be is wise. Pregmar my comment. What's the statement? Shimon b'ni Chacham. What's what's we pointing out? Shimon is wise. So Achi Kavim says this is what he means. That Afal Pishu Shimon b'ni Chacham. Even though Shimon is wise, 
but and technically, therefore, he should be the nasi. But nevertheless, Kamlil bni nasi. So I'm a Rebbe. So I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a Levi. So Levi said, "What's the reason for Rebbe to say that?" It's obvious because Rebbe Gamliel was older than Rebbe Shimon. So what's he pointing out that even though Shimon is wife, Rebbe Gamliel is the should be the Nasi. Rebbe Gamliel was the oldest. Now Rebbe Shimon, the son of Rebbe, heard Levi say this, and he thought that he was disparaging his father because he's he's saying it like he said things that we don't need him to say, which is pashit. So Amrav Shimon Barebi Srich Alach Limital Altach. He says, "Do we need you and your lameness?" Meaning, it's a put down. He's saying, "Is you're saying you need what did my father to say that?" Well, what do we need you and your lame? Levi happened to be lame, as the Mefarshim point out. The Mordechai says in the Gilah and in in uh, in, in Tainus, that he spoke inappropriately to Hashem and he became lame. So it's like you're, you, basically what Levi is telling him, you're speaking inappropriately again. You better be careful. You got punished already once for that. But my kashale, what uh, was uh, what was bothering Rab Shimon Berebi with what Levi was saying? Rab Le- Levi was saying is that Lechora, What's Rebbe saying? Gamliel is the is the nasi. He's the oldest. So, hakrakam, or lechora, the pasuk does say that. The pasuk we find by malchus, by leadership, says, that Yoshafat made Yoram the Bechor because he was the firstborn. So, lechora, what is Levi saying any different? He says, lechora, Gamlil should be the, for the Nasi. So, why did Rebbe have to say this? And one says, no, because, Yo Yoram, that took over the place because he was the Bechor, he was the best fitting for that position. Rabbi Gamliel, Rabbi Gamliel necessarily, at first glance, wasn't the first, uh, uh, the, the, the best person of the position, because he did not replace his father in wisdom. The one who would replace his father in wisdom was his brother Shimon, the younger Shimon. So, Lechorah, but Rebbe held like this. Rebbe, my time of it, Hachi, why did he do this and let the older brother, even though he wasn't as smart as the younger brother? Because, even though he wasn't as great as, and, and would fill the place, the, 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 the shoes of his father in wisdom, but, when it came to fear of sin, he was the most appropriate, he fitted uh, the, the position the best. And therefore, Rebbe made a cheshben that Yiras Chait in Malchus, in leadership, is more important even than Chochma. Chanina Bar Chama Yosef Berosh, Chanina Bar Chama would be the Rosh Hashiva. Says the Lord, "Love Rabbi Chanina." Chanina initially, Rabbi Chanina didn't accept the position of Rosh Hashiva because Shaya Rabbi Afas got all the men time because Rabbi Afas was there as well, was also big time Chacham, and was actually two and a half years older than Rabbi Chanina. So Rabbi Chanina felt that it's better for Rabbi Afas to be the Rosh Hashiva. So Yosef Rabbi Afas Beresha, so he became the Rosh Hashiva. For Yosef Rabbi Chanina Babroi, however, Rabbi Chanina did not go into the Shir because he felt that since Rabbi had had made him the next in line to be the Rosh Hashiva, and he was actually on some level either a colleague or even maybe greater than Rav Afas, so he felt it wouldn't be appropriate for him to go into the shear of Rav Afas. So therefore, he sat outside of the shear. Now, also, Levi, the Yosef Gabe, Levi, who came along and saw Rabbi Chanina sitting on his own, did not want him to sit on his own, so he became his Chavrus, and he also did not go into the Shir. 
Shanach Nafshe the Ravafas when Ravafas passed away, Yazi Ravi Chanina Bereisha Chanina became the Rosh Hashiva. And now Levi did not have a Chavrusa because we're going to see that he also felt it was inappropriate for him to go into the Yeshiva because he also was felt he was a colleague to become a Talmud he didn't want to be. So therefore, Gazla Bavel he went to Bavel to see if there was scholarship that would uh, that he could learn with. So that's what we find that they said to Rav, the Talmudim said, a great student, is, a great uh, uh, scholar has come to Nardah and and he's limping. And he's teaching everyone that it's permissible for a woman to wear tiara in Rosh Hashanah on Shabbos. The Chacham had said that a woman can't wear jewelry on Shabbos because we're afraid we're going to show it to her She's going to take it off and show it to a friend and then carry Dalai and Shusha Rabbi. However, Levi said that the only ones who wear tiara, a kalila, are noshim chashuvos, important, dignified women, and they don't take off their jewelry. So it's permissible. So anyway, so Amar, so Rav, so Rav said from this, this what the Talmud just told him, Shmami, no, I can deduce that Nach Navshe de Ravafas, Ravafas must have passed away. Since Levi does not have one to learn with, so that's why he has come. How did Rav know that? Maybe Rav Chanina is the one who died. Ravafas is still the Rosh Hashiva. This Levi doesn't have a Chavrusa, that's why he came down. Number of reasons that Rav could be that why Rav did not think that. Number one, it could be that Levi le Rabbi Afis that Levi would have subjugated himself, subordinated himself to the authority of Rav Afis, but and 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 therefore he would not have come down. So if he's come down, it must be that Rav Afis is dead. Since Rebbe had said that Chanina Bar Yoshev Barosh, that he will become the Rosh Hashiva, Lo It's impossible that he would die without becoming the Rosh Hashiva. Because concerning the righteous, it is said, that you will pronounce a decree and it will be fulfilled for you. So if Rebbe said that Levi, that that would be the Rosh Hashiva, it's impossible that he would not, he was not the Rosh Hashiva. What about Rabbi Chia? was a Talmud of Rebbe, and, and he was very great. Why wasn't he the Rosh Shiva? That Rabbi Chia predeceased Rebbe. Is that true? I'm Rabbi Chia. I saw Rebbe's coffin, Rashi learned. And I cried tears over it. So when it says, Apoch, switch it around. It's actually, Rebbe said, I saw Rabbi Chia's coffin. The day that Rebbe died, holiness uh, uh, ceased. That does bring down two shots. In one shot he says that uh, that Rebbe represented uh, Nivus. He was uh, the most humble and it's, it's connected to holiness and therefore there was a loss of that greatness in the world. He brings down another shot, a big Chiddush. That Rav Chaim Cohen says that on the day that a big Tzadik dies, that uh, he would have been a he would have the kahuna is are allowed to be matama themselves to the burial, and therefore that's what it means Butla kedusha because they can go even kahanim could have gone to his burial on that day. That's uh, that's Reb Chaim Kohen says a pshat. Okay, so anyway, the point is that 
Um, it says that Reb Chia is making a comment about Rebbe's death. Moritz says, hey, books switch around. It was Rebbe making the comment about Reb Chia's death. Rebbe got sick. Rebbe Chia came in and found him crying. Rebbe Chia said to him, Rebbe, why are you crying? So, we learned in, uh, that we learned in a Brisa that says, if someone dies in a happy disposition, that's a good sign for him. But if he dies in uh, if if uh, if if he dies in crying, that's considered to be a bad thing. Simon Ralo. If he dies face up, Simon Yafala is a good sign. Simon Lamata face down, Simon Ralo, bad sign. Panav Klapeam, if he dies facing the people, Simon Yafalo, that's a good sign. Facing the wall is a bad sign. Uh, if his face is like uh, greenish, like sickly, it's a bad sign. But if his face is shiny, like 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 gold or, or yellowish, but or or uh, with with a with a healthy redness to it, that's a good sign. If he dies erev Shabbos, that's a good sign because that means he's going into the day of rest. Motzi uh, Shabbos. If he died after Shabbos, that's Simon Ralo. That's not such a good sign. of Yom Kippur. If he dies on Yom Kippur, Simon Ralo, he didn't get to have the full kapor of Yom Kippur. Motzi Yom Kippur. If he died on Motzi Yom Kippur, then Simon Yafalo. That's a good sign. Meiz Becholamayim. He dies from stomach problems. Yafalo. That is considered a good sign. Because most Sadikim die from stomach problems. So anyway, so why are you crying? That's not a good sign before you die. So Rabbi answered him. Ana I'm not crying because I'm afraid I'm going to die. I'm crying because of the Torah mitzvahs that I'm not going to be able to perform anymore. That's not considered to be a bad reason to cry. So anyway, again, the question is, you see that Rebbe is, pre, is, is, is dying before Reb Chia. So why wasn't Reb Chia the Rosh Hashiva? See, by saying, just say, and this one also switch around. It's Rebbe in front of Reb Chia, not Reb Chia in front of Rebbe. Okay. The pshat is, can't switch all of them around. And therefore, Rebbe really died after Reb Chia. Rabbi died before Rabbiya. So why wasn't Rabbi Rashiva? So says the Gemara, He was involved in such tremendous amount of chesed and mitzvahs that Rabbi said, I do not want to disturb him from doing that, making Rashiva, stop him from doing all the chesed and the mitzvahs and everything else he's doing. I don't want that to happen. And therefore, that is why. Rebbe did not make him the Rosh Hashiva. Vahainu and brings him more brings a support for this. It says the Chiyave Minsuvu. There would be Torah forgotten from Yisrael. For my Talmudic analysis, for my discourses, I could bring back that passion for learning. I get people to come back and learn just because of the koach of my. Pilpul, the koch of my Talmudic analysis. Amalei Rabbi Chia is Ana Avdi Yisrael. I, the way I would do it, and the way I continue to do it, is what I'm doing. Torah would not be forgotten from Yisrael. Why? Da'itina kitna v'shadya. I bring flax seeds and I sow them. 
being from the flax, I, I make nets. and I catch deer. and I feed the meat to the yasomim. and I prepare the parchment to write on from the skins of the deer. and I go to the cities where there are no school teachers to teach the children. I write the five books of Moses for five children. And I teach the Shisha Sidre Mishnah one to each of six children. And to each one of these children I say, Go and teach what you have learned to your friends. And therefore they teach each other and that continues them to learn and Torah proliferates and therefore we'll never get to a point like you're saying that Torah will be forgotten. And that's what Rebbe says, Look how great the actions of Reb are. So, Amalei Reb Shimon Barebi so Shimon, the son of Rebbe, said to Rebbe, what, Rebbe Chia's actions are even greater than your actions? Amalei. So Rebbe answered him, in, yes. So Amalei, Rebbe Shmuel, Rebbe Yosef, Rebbe Shmuel, Rebbe Yosef, says, Afilu me'aba, they're even greater than my father, Rebbe Yosef, Bar Chalafta, what he's saying is that even great, what Rebbe Chia did. So Amalei, so Rebbe answered him, Chaz v'sholem, lo te kozes v'sholem. Chaz v'sholem, heaven forbid, there's no one who was as great as your father. No one, so therefore Rebbe Chia even wasn't as great. And then he said to those who were there, Bring me my youngest son. came. Master he gave over to him all of the uh, all of the uh, the orders of wisdom, meaning all these esoteric and, and kabbalistic messages of Torah. So Amr Lahan Livni Godalani Tsar. Then he said, I want my oldest son. Nikhnas Rabangamlil, it's Rabangamlil came. Masalo, Sidre, Nasios, you gave him all of the protocols of leadership. Well, how to be a Nasi. Amr Lah said, Bani Nag, Nasyasviramim. He said, You should make sure that the way you conduct your 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 Nasius should be with great people around you. Have people, counselors, building around, surround yourself with great people. And Zrog Marab Talmidim, and also in the Talmidic Chachamim, you should have, make sure that they have respect for you, that make, instill in them fear. So, Aini, is that true? Is that how leaders deal with the Talmidic Chachamim? Vaxiv Ezire Hashem Yechabe, the Pazak says, those who fear Hashem, the righteous person will honor. Vamar Mar, and the master said, who's that referring to? Zay Yoshafat Melech Yehuda, Yoshafat the king of Yehuda, whenever he would see a Talmud Chacham, he'd get up from his throne, and he would hug him, and he would kiss him. The Kaira Rebbe, Rebbe, my teacher, my teacher, Mari, Mari, my master, my master. So you see the affection that he showed. Someone says, like Kasha Habetzina, in private, you can show affection and you can show the love. But before Esio, when you're in front of many people, then they have to have respect from you, then you should instill your fear and respect for you within them. Tiny, we learned in the Bright. Rebbe, Mutal Bet Sipori, Rebbe, he's on his deathbed in Sipori. And Mokom, Muchan, Loi, Vivesak, Asharim. And the place for burial was in Beisha Arim. 
of the Pasuk says that righteous, righteousness, the person shall pursue. And the Gemara learns what, and the Bryce says, what does that mean? It's halach Rebbe. You want righteousness? Go to Rebbe and his based in, that is in Beis Sha'arim. So Lechora, you see that Rebbe Lechora lived in Beis Sha'arim. So what he's saying just he was buried in Beis Sha'arim, but he lived in Sipori. Lechora, we see that his based in was in Beis Sha'arim. So Gemara says, Rebbe Beis Sha'arim Haverili, Rebbe is Yeshiva, and his based in, everything was in Beis Sha'arim. When he got sick, I'm two years at Tzipori. They took him to Tzipori to, to convalesce the Midlaya because it was it was high up. Vuvasim Avira and the air was very refined. It was very sweet air. It was healthy air, and that's why they took him there. So really, that's why he's, he lived in 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 Beisharim and his yeshiva and his his jo- and his court was there. He happened to be in Sipori just because that's where they took him to to try and heal him or make him feel better when he got sick. Gentlemen, have a good day.